0: to talk to you about something a little bit different um i did a big post on the chinese new year so we're coming up on the first new moon of the year which is the lunar new year and the human design new year which in my opinion is the actual start of the year and it's a really great time to prepare for that to like wrap things up to get rid of some stuff to compost to clear to organize to purge to like leave the past in the past um, I did a big, well not a big, but a journal post on um, how to kind of prepare for the Chinese New Year to kick it off from a good place, and you know, at Barney and Flow I try to take a really holistic view of how we can support ourselves, and in doing that, I work a lot with the Cosmic Trinity, which I touched on in the journal post as well, so I'll just brush over it here which is basically the idea that 33 percent of our luck is associated with heavenly luck which is like our human design and our natal chart and not just kind of the quote-unquote faded aspects but like how we can utilize our natal chart how we can use it aspirationally towards the high vibrations and the gifts um And like the cosmic timing and our karma and all of that, that's like 33% of our luck, of our ability to create and manifest what we want in the world. Then 33% is human luck. So that's like our set points, our mental set points, the like mental loops, the stories that we tell about ourselves and our abilities, um, how we view our own worth and our limiting beliefs. whether or not we're mindful like the positivity or negativity we we uh, cultivate, the vibration we put out in the world based on our thoughts and our words and our emotions, that's all human luck. A little bit harder to control in some ways. Uh, takes a little bit more elbow grease. And then the other 33% is our earth luck, which is I put our astrocartography there, although that would also probably qualify. I mean, it would qualify as heavenly luck and our human design environment because it's basically the energy of our spaces and how the chi moves and how we're supported or challenged by our space. And, um, you know, it can be a lot easier to do some feng shui in your home some basic feng shui like making sure your bed is in the command position or like not having a mirror reflect your bed or um doing some specific cures and activations for the year then it can be to rewire limiting belief we want to do all the things but we also want to like support ourselves for um the most ease that we can in each moment and that being said I was talking to a friend about this the other day, and he was saying, that's a lot, basically, (laughs) you know, Um, when it comes to, like, feng shui and, like, knowing your directions and putting things in the right position, and it is, and I don't do all of it. It's too much to think about all of it. It gets way overwhelming, and there is no perfect feng shui, period. Like, you're never going to have a house that the door faces the optimal direction. One, the the best direction every year changes. So um, some years you're going to be supported and some years it's going to be a little bit more challenging and you can put a cure in to, to make sure that you're, you know, trying to overcome those challenges in the most easeful ways possible. But there just really is no perfect feng shui. Like sometimes your bathroom is going to be in the wrong spot or the garage is going to be like sucking energy from the house and it's okay. It's just we can take intentional action in the ways that we can and the way that i look at it is every time i take an intentional action to activate something that's going to be supportive for me or to cure something that's going to be challenging for me i'm just giving myself the gift of more ease and more alignment and you know i survived 43 years on this earth well not that many without knowing feng shui but (laughs) at least 30 years on this earth without knowing feng shui and probably 36, 37 years without even thinking about really instituting any things. And I got along just fine. So, but we can make changes to make our lives easier. We can support uh, ourselves by, you know, leaning into our personal directions. Or like this here, one of my personal directions is not a direction I want to face even though I would normally meditate facing east because that's my wisdom personal development direction this year east is a bit challenged so I'm not going to sit facing east Uh, I'm not going to sleep with my crown facing east because I know that um that it's not a good time for that so things shift as well and we can control what we can control you know and the way that you can think of it is like every little thing that you do do is great and the things that you don't do that's okay. We um we don't ever want to let ourselves get overwhelmed. It's the same thing with our with our um natal chart and with our human design like some people don't start looking at their human design because it feels overwhelming. And the three, you know, basic elements of your human design, your type, your strategy, and your authority, you could spend years just working with those things without ever looking at your gates, without ever looking at your variables. Um, And you would most likely end up exactly where you need to be because they're the most important. You know, if you're following your strategy and your authority, it's going to put you on the right path. If you're honoring your energy type, it's going to help align you with the right path. Now, knowing your determination and your environment is gonna help you get on the right path more easily, you might align with it naturally. I know loads of people I've done readings for who just naturally aligned with their correct environment or their correct determination because they were following their strategy and their authority. But we're learning how to do that. We're learning how to decondition from years and years and years of our mind telling us what's right for us, you know, so Sometimes we can work at it from different angles. We can keep working on following our strategy and our authority and building our intuition and we can learn what our environment is and we can try to lean into that. Or we can learn what our kid's environment is and we can try to support them in that. You know, um, so it's all it's all good. You're, you're getting where you need to go and exactly the right timing. You know, I've talked about my astrocartography and the fact that I didn't know that when I moved to Portland and would I have moved there knowing it? Maybe not, but um, I learned it exactly when I was supposed to learn it, you know, to to make those changes. And if I hadn't moved to Portland, I would have missed out on a whole host of amazing relationships. Uh, I wouldn't have known that I missed them, but I would have missed them. And that would have been sad because uh, I have lots of connections from there. So Trust in your own process and your own timing, and don't let the overwhelm of all the things you can do stop you from taking some intentional action, you know, um, because each little action you take is cumulative and builds up support uh, for more ease and more prosperity and more joy in your life. Okay, I wasn't planning on going on that tangent, but I did. And here we are to talk about the year of the water rabbit. Uh, which is something I'm excited to talk about because uh, I think it's just going to be... We're moving from the year of the Water Tiger, which brought with it a lot of fear and kind of a harsh energy to the year, uh, to the Water Rabbit, which is inherently the luckiest in the Zodiac. And in the five elements, the rabbit is associated with wood, which we have touched multiple times on the wood element, and this is a space in the collective because... I love working with the wood element and the liver gallbladder channels, um, and that whole idea of adaptability, and 2023 represents Yen calming water, so this combination makes for a potentially abundant year, which is really nice to hear. Uh, if you're turning 60 in 2023, then you were born a water rabbit, and this is an especially auspicious year for you, although it's it's auspicious for all rabbits. So if you were born in 51, or 63, or 75, or 87, or 99, or 2011, um, then you are a rabbit. And of course, babies born this year in 2023 uh, will be water rabbits, which is something that's apparently often planned for, uh, with people who know and study the Chinese zodiac because rabbit babies are said to be easygoing in nature and like little joy bringers. So if you're having a baby this year, congratulations. Um, rabbit years also tend to be very fertile years in general overall, which I'm sure we all know the sayings about, about, uh, rabbits. Um, so if this is something you want, then it might be a year to lean in and have yourself a little rabbit baby. Uh, if it's not, it's a year that I would be mindful to take extra precautions, especially if you tend to be a fertile person and fertility, you know, comes down to a lot of things in your natal chart as well, but just in general. Uh, And it may also be a particularly abundant year for friends of the rabbit, which includes the sheep, aka the goat, and the pig, and some other, some of the other friends. Um, The one thing I'm really excited about and kind of worked out because I was really gearing up to talk a lot about the moon this year and to work a lot with the moon this year. And uh, it was synchronistic because the rabbit is actually associated with the moon, as is yin water. So uh, we're gonna be doing a lot of moon materialization and moon manifesting uh, in the collective this year. Yin water invites us to be careful and cautious. It invites us to move with the flow, but also to bring consistency and routine to our life. Overall, it will be a big focus on relationships, on health and prosperity, and it will most likely feel much softer than last year, but that doesn't mean lazy. Um, There should be a lot of focus on strengthening mental health as well as a focus on strengthening the mind in general, like to be a bit disciplined in our learning and to educate ourselves and what are the skill sets we need to strengthen to succeed. Um, It's a great place to focus early in the year, like to really kind of double down on what you need to know. Like where do you need to shore up? If you've got got like a huge opportunity tomorrow to, to do something that you've been wanting to do, would you be ready? what more would you need to know what areas would you need to strengthen do you need to gain more knowledge or do you need to take a class in public speaking like would you feel confident to step into that role these are good things to think about at the beginning of the year which the lunar new year is uh, january 22nd but the kind of solar year or the beginning of the chinese zodiac actually begins around february 4th so that's when we'll kind of transition into the water rabbit It's a great year to write a book or to launch a project. Uh, It invites us to look at new ways of doing things and to be solution oriented and to be open to creative problem solving and new insights and new answers and new directions, which we talked a little bit about in the chariot as well. Like what's not working, like what may seem like it looks like real pretty and good on the outside, but it's not really doing it. uh, And how do you need to make some transitions? You might also like look to, like I said, take a class in public speaking or take voice lessons if that was something you've been thinking about or expand your vocabulary. It's a great year to do some rewiring and create new neural pathways. Something else we'll be focusing big on inside the collective this year. The rabbit is super practical so we can have the big, big dreams, but we want to stay rooted in the day to day action steps we're taking to move towards those dreams. It's a year to be very practical with your finances and to not take any unnecessary risks or like the bright and shiny short-term investments uh it's like not a great year to like flip houses but it might be a good year to take a calculated long-term investment and buy a house if that's something you've been wanting to do and are ready to do the rabbit is like pragmatic You know, it doesn't make moves without doing its due diligence. It wants to be well resourced. It's a year to build your savings. It's to have that money for a rainy day put back. It's a good year to like really look at your financial situation. Like don't close your eyes and bury your head in the sand. You know, set yourself up so that you get notifications on your balance daily so that you know what your credit card balance is. Make a plan to pay off your debt. Be smart and eyes wide open. You know, read Ramit Sethi's I Will Teach You to Be Rich. Um, Do the things to really support your resourcing this year. It's very much a year when you can potentially grow your wealth. It's fertile, like I said. And you want to focus on ways to expand income streams, and to create passive income, and to diversify your investments. You want to follow through on what you start, so make sure that you're entering into the right situations through your strategy and your authority. It's also a time to be mindful of reciprocity, you know? Are you honoring what your worth is what your work is worth? And are you asking for correct investments? You want to keep reevaluating that. And it might mean that towards the beginning of the year, you really do some self-worth work uh, to step fully into your power so that you clear out any limiting beliefs and you allow yourself to grow and expand, which will be particularly supported uh, in the later part of 2023. Um, it will most likely be a year when family, like whether that's blood related family or the one that you create are prioritized. And that's true with this and Western astrology. It is definitely a year to find your people, to lean into resident community support and to connect, um, with people that you feel in alignment with. We also want to really prioritize our physical health this year. This is not a year to be stagnant. We need to move our bodies and eat healthy, nourishing food. It's also a particularly supportive year for healing in general. So if that's something that you're working on, put some extra attention into it. it's a good year for detoxing and being mindful of detoxing. Do like seasonal detoxes so that you're not just doing one big detox a year, but you're really supporting your body to continually detox, especially with that wood element. Like the liver is our big organ for detoxification. We want to support it this year. Um, I just ordered actually the Sakara 30 day reset. Not because I'm not eating healthy but because it sounds really nice to have most of my meals prepared for 30 days and to be able to really focus on that so doing those kinds of things for yourself where you can resource yourself and support yourself. both the water and the wood element invite flexibility so always be willing to question your idea of reality your idea of success your perspective to the present moment and space how is it serving you what needs to be transmuted and changed so that you can be more in flow it's a year when we can make really big changes that will serve us in the future uh, but we want to like you know do the due diligence before we make the big leaps There will be overall more success and feelings of peace in the water rabbit year than we experienced in the tiger, though this is somewhat dependent on your zodiac, but most signs will benefit from more luck this year, more peaceful resolutions, less frustration, and more ease. So yay! (laughs) Uh, Both tigers and roosters need to be mindful of their energy this year, um, making sure they're not carrying in old issues or resentments or drama or ego or arrogance that will get in their way of having success during a rabbit year. Uh, Metal element, folks born under a metal element will also need to take some extra care this year. There might be like a feeling of weakening and you want to really like support yourself. You want to focus one step at a time on practically moving towards your goals Uh, and it doesn't mean it's not a year for big changes as I said it is you might make a big change in career or you might move somewhere new. Um, You want to follow your strategy and your authority and listen to your intuition and also do your research you know. It's also a big year for collaboration rather than going it alone, Uh, so it's good to, like, collaborate with people and to bring people into your business and to uh, find ways to create projects together. It'll also be supportive for online businesses, for businesses rooted in, like, self-help and education. Um... It's also a year to be particularly mindful, while I said it's to be mindful of financial risk, also like physical risk, like um, being cautious around your body and your bones and supporting your health, like it's not really a year to to do like extreme sports (laughs) to like jump out of a plane i love jumping out of planes but i'd skip that this year Uh, you want to stay extra hydrated this year and drink good quality structured mineral water and take care of the water element in your body and the waters of your body and your bladder and your kidneys it also carries a very venusian energy in some ways like a focus on the arts and beauty and romance uh, there might be a lot of romance this year lots of like focusing on the pleasures of life getting into nature is important the rabbit loves freedom you might feel called to travel or to explore it's not necessarily the best year for air travel though that doesn't mean you can't um, you can also work with supportive months for your personal energy number when doing that um, which is something you can speak to me about in a reading or a practicum but also just taking little trips and adventures and road trips and exploring. You know, I think sometimes we get caught up in like going somewhere new, but we haven't fully explored all the fun things where we are. So it will be a year to do that as well. And then some extra things like the lucky hours for this year are between 5 and 7 a.m., which, you know, the rabbit in general likes to be up early and between 5 and 7 am are talked about especially in kundalini as like the golden or ambrosia hours for meditating because anything you do in those hours is like amplified exponentially so i highly recommend an early morning sadhana practice this year like you can think about and there's a whole Blog post on my journal about creating sadhana you can think about what you want to cultivate and create in your life and then you can create a practice that supports and aligns you with that Um, if that feels overwhelming that's also something that I help clients with Uh, but the rabbit loves to be up early and like catch the sunrise. So make the effort to get up on the earlier side and to be up at least a little bit in those hours. Uh, It doesn't mean getting less sleep though. The rabbit also likes to rest. So maybe that means going to bed earlier and, and really honoring, you know, we talk about the centers in human design and kind of the waves, whether that's your feeding off someone else's uh, define center because you have it open and you're amplifying their wave, or you're operating along your own waves. It would be a year to really be mindful of that and honor when you have the energy for output and when you need to pull back and recharge. In Western astrology, Pisces gets a little boost this year, so look to the house and planetary placements and angles you might have with Pisces on the cusp. Um, And then, you know, malachite is a great stone to wear this year to attract abundance or pearls for romance as well as protection. Tiger's eye can help to eliminate procrastination and self-doubt. And pyrite is a good one to get inspired around your goals and like release fears around moving forward. So those are some like additional tidbits. The biggest thing I want to leave you with is this is a year to focus on hope on what's working, on how you're abundant, on how you feel supported. Follow good news sources, you know, that report the good in the world, the innovation that's happening, the kindness that's happening, the compassion that's happening. Let go of the past, forgive, release, forgive yourself as well, move forward. It's not a year to look back or to cultivate fears that are tied to the past, like worrying that this thing that you did might repeat itself or if you try this thing it might go the same way that it went before let all of that shit go and focus on moving forward from a space of positivity a space of gratitude a space of acceptance a space of hope focus on expansion over contraction you know plant the seeds and then tend to your garden this year uh, and you can join me this weekend for the new moon workshop on crafting your vision which we'll talk both about short-term goals like for this moon cycle but also like the long view of the year ahead and um, you can always book a session my books are open for uh February and March right now or you can order a practicum for some personal support when it comes to timing and kind of your personal feng shui activations and cures for the year and months to come but I'll also be sharing tips every week in the weekly nourish Uh, that will be supportive for everyone. So I hope you found something useful within and uh, wherever you are, whenever you are, I hope you're well.